Yo. Yo. What up, people? What up? What up? What up? up? How we doing? We back. How we feeling with this new setup? We had a new setup (laughs) last week, too. (laughs) Or, yeah, we did, actually. That was a makeshift. This is like the official one, though, isn't it? The final step, I guess. The final step? This is like a the casting couch. That's what you wanted to be. <laughs> I'm down. Wow, I'm not down. <laughs> I'm not down. What but up, what up? What, yeah. up? what up? What How up? What up? What up, man? We're in for a late night show, 8 p.m. start. That's probably the latest we've done in a while. Yeah, for sure. They had a lot of technical difficulties coming into it, but per usual, we worked it out. At least it's not on stream. You know what I mean? So. True. Yeah, figured it out beforehand. But now you know. If this is the setup, you could just keep everything literally. As is. Right? Yeah, as is. I mean, a few things. It's going to get updated, but more or less, this is what you're going to be dealing with. Soph cooking in here, man. She's cooking. She's cooking. We got the whiteboard, so we got information <laughs> and shit. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize we that. We got information. Yo, shout out Killer Beats with the tier one. Um, we got the hype train going. Shout out to everybody subbing. Shout out to Exess. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out... Uh, Everyone. Everybody. Way Lee fan. All y'all. Much love. Much love. Here for uh, UFC. Do you just do they just call it UFC Paris at this point, or is it even in Paris? Is it? it is. It is. UFC France. It's actually absurd how Paris just legalized MMA. And like, I think that's why the year. card isn't as stacked as like you would want it to be. Well, the when they first legalized it, it was what last week or last year. Yeah. And they had their first event ever in in uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Bellator was going there before the UFC even. Yeah. They were right. They've done stuff there. I think. They were doing it for, I don't know, as soon as they legalized that shit there. But, yeah, this card is, um, I'm just going to say a lot of no names. I don't want to. I'm not mad at it. You know? It's top heavy. It's it's a smaller card. I ain't mad at it. Like, I like like the the fact that Volk is back. Volk on Uzdemir? Volk is back, yeah. He's back. I like that. What? His Um, last fight was his last fight? Oh, no. His last fight was against, uh, it was a loss, right? Against, who the hell was it against? I don't know. Let Let me look that up. But who else, dude? I'm telling you, like, we got guys like, well, Volkan Uzdemir fighting Bogdan Guskov. Never heard of him. No clue who that is. The product is good, but why do you just always shit on the cards? It doesn't <laughs> matter if it's not. The product is good. Volk is on a card. It's a good-ass fight. Scroll up. Wait, wait. Benoit Saint-Denis versus, versus Thiago Moises. That's a good fire. Two, that's a good fight. Two jiu-jitsu specialists. That's a fire fight right that's there. That's a very good one. Menon Firat versus Rose Namajunas. Of course, you know that's a good one. Doug Rose. Doug Rose on a card. And Cyril Gain versus Sergey Spivak, the polar bear. I got the sound drop, but I don't even want to fuck it up because I don't know where it is. But Doug Rose, what? shut up. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, and we'd love to see Cyril Gain back. Yes. Against a guy that you know he can 100% dismantle with the stand-up. Cyr- he, you're saying Cyril will dismantle Sergey. Oh, yeah. Well, Sergey, obviously, his game is get this to the ground, just ground and pound. I mean, that's everybody's game plan going against Cyril now. Now that we saw what John Jones did to him. and I mean, even before that. Francis Ngannou that got that takedown on him. Yeah, everyone going to fight this dude. He's crazy footwork, super athletic, fast, accurate, great striking. There's no heavyweight that, that I think could take uh, Cyril Gunn. I mean, and that's hot take. On the feet? People, yeah, that's a hot take. But Because I, I know everyone's going to be like, oh, well... Um, Taito Ivasa dropped him, and then now we got that other heavyweight that's like the Russian Aspinall? dude. Aspinall, oh, oh, and uh, Aspinall. We got like heavyweights that are like really good right now. Stand striking up. wise, yeah. Gone beats them all. Really, you think so? In my opinion, I what think about against John Jones? Say if it stayed on the feet. 
God pieces up John Jones. Really? I think, yeah. <laughs> so you think he's one of the best strikers in, in the heavyweight, heavyweight division? Absolutely. Interesting. But that's just my take. And I know y'all ain't going to like it, but. Did you, uh, well, actually, now that, you're, now that we said Sergey Spivak, his game plan to get this fight to the ground, did you see that? You've said this before, but did you see uh, Demetrius Johnson said that MMA is the easiest sport to become a world champion in? We're literally just talking about that last night. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I agree and disagree at the same time, but, you know, he said I've spoken on it before. It's, and he made, Demetrius made great points. The points were that, you know, you can fight someone and someone could become a world champion with zero skills in one particular area. Right. You know what I mean? There's a guy, literally, you don't have to have any jujitsu, any wrestling ability. You just need to know how to sprawl. <laughs> True. Right? It's the heavier weight classes. You know how to sprawl. And you know power. how to cage wrestle. You don't have to be offensive at all in the wrestling department and have good striking. You're a specialist. You're like above average striker. You're going to beat everybody. Um, case in point is Alex Pereira. And this is the reason why I used to say regional level fighter. And everyone got on my ass, right? Regional level. These are the regional level guys. Because you can still become a world champion, but it's harder, especially the, the more the sport progresses. It's like, yo, you have to be complete. And the lower the weight classes go, you have to be complete. And that's why... I don't talk shit about it, but when I see guys like certain guys that are not complete, I re- I just consider them regional level fighters. But not to say a regional level fighter can't become a champion. We've seen well, it. Well, we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. But what, what about? But we know what happens. How does that story end? We know how that story ends. I mean, he lost. Obviously, got knocked out again. But that was against another striker, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. What about Sean O'Malley? He has he has holes, but I think that Sean O'Malley. I think Sean O'Malley is is true. Is well more is more rounded than Pereira. I would say so. I think that he's he, got jujitsu. Yeah, and we've seen him offensively wrestle. Right. You know, I think I, I don't think he's regional. I think he's that's different. He's in a different realm. He's a highly, highly skilled fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he's obviously he's world champion at a lower level weight classes. But he beat a guy. Okay, what about Aljamain Sterling? He beat a specialist. What about Aljamain Sterling? I would consider Aljamain Sterling <laughs> regional less level? no, no, not 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 regional. Hell no. He, but less rounded, less well rounded than 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 uh, O'Malley. He's a specialist. He is just wrestling, He's yeah. chain wrestling, and and jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. Well, actually, now they're speaking about um, O'Malley and um, uh, Aljamain Sterling. Did you see what Dana White said about Marab? And uh, basically, how he's like, you can't be friends in this game. He's like, Marab, if he's if he's gonna sit around and not fight for the belt, he's making a big mistake, and he should he should not be here. You remember John Finch? John Finch didn't want to fight. He's actually in the class action lawsuit, by the way. John Finch didn't want to fight. Uh, shit. Y'all, what's his name? Blonde hair dude. Black dude with the blonde hair. And he was. um, Shit. And he got knocked out by um, Woodley. Oh, oh. Woodley Koscheck? hit him twice. Koscheck, Josh Koscheck. Those two were like best friends. John, him and John Finch were like best friends. I think they were out of the same camp. They didn't want to fight each other. And Dana was not having that. And that was the first time Dana spoke on that. And it was like, it was like, hey, you want to, to John Finch. He kind of held John Finch's, uh, put him in a bad situation because it's like, yo, he didn't want to fight his best friend, but you're fighting all the best contenders. Mm-hmm. Literally the same situation, you know, and it ended up coming back and biting John Finch in the ass when it was all said and done. He didn't get to fight for the belt. Yeah, he should have fought. I mean, he fought for the belt eventually, but I mean, he should have fought uh, Josh Koscheck at the time. Personally, I think that friends and teammates should fight each other. 
when they get ask, to that for think, the title, yeah. the only exception is for the title. We're both we both got in this game. We're both ultimately chasing the same thing. You know. Why not? This is what we got into the sport for. Right. To see, and what, like Dana said, I mean, I agree to see who's the best. Yeah. And and I you can't disagree with that. I would fight anybody to be world champion. To become number one contender, a title eliminator. No, we don't have to fight each other. Right. That's a different story. That's a different thing. But for the belt, we got to do it. We got we have to. Damn, but especially them two though, they're they're like boys. It doesn't matter. They they're have boys. to. Well, the thing is, Boyfriends. you know, now stop. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, um, you know, Marab says he owes his life to Aljamain. You know, and Aljamain, he wouldn't be who he is if it wasn't for Aljamain. That's a level of loyalty that you rarely see from people, and I get that. You know, because they their fr- their friendship is at maybe a different level. You know, it it, it transcends just the sport of MMA. Right. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. literally, this person literally brother. changed my life. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and did things for me that, you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't or d- things that we don't even know about, you know? So in his personal life. So I do have an understanding there, but at the end of the day, all right, that those things were done. I'm successful now. I'm a number one contender. You're successful now. We're both here. You're the champ. The I'm top. The, yeah. We're both here now. This is our dream. It has to be done. And guess what? Guess who I'm going to give a rematch to immediately. Right. You think O'Malley gonna give him a rematch immediately? Yeah, exactly. Probably not. But guess who's gonna get the re if 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 his boy fought him and beat him, his boy's more inclined to say both of y'all come to the table, make a make a deal with Dana, make a deal with the UFC, say yo, let's run it back again. We run it back again. You know what I mean? And it's like we all win. We all make money regardless mm-hmm. of what happens. Obviously someone goes on to be, you know, but we're still we're all still in a winning situation. It's it's a it's a weird situation for Marab because like obviously he should be fighting next for the belt. Well, also though, Aljamain Sterling said he wants a rematch. Aljamain Sterling before the fight said, "Win or lose, I'm going up to 145." Mm-hmm. But now he lost. He's saying, "I want an immediate rematch," which I would say, if he does want it, he deserves it. He ain't gonna get that rematch. You don't, I don't think, think so. so? You say O'Malley says nah, and O'Malley, O'Malley says no. The numbers, I mean, and the number you heard, you heard what Dana's saying about these numbers, man. What they weren't good. The numbers were incredible. The numbers were the oh. best number, and and you think that's because of Aljamain Sterling? No. As much not. as I would like to think so, and I would love I don't that's just not the people, case. Probably people tuning in to want to see him lose. So and they want to see O'Malley. Because right. O'Malley beat, was a superstar before he won the belt. So even now, much that much more. And the fight that everyone's talking about, the fight that he's already promoting, is a fight versus him versus Cheeto. Oh, really? So he doesn't even want to fight Aljo again. He knows that's a tough fight. Or Marab. You think it you think Yeah, why would it, you want to fight? The fight never really actually never I, really got to the ground. I think Marab would beat him. Are you saying Aljo? I, think, I don't know if Marab beats him either. Really? Honestly. Honestly. We don't know. We don't know. But I'm, I'm not even going to put a, t- a, t- a full take on it. But that's a hard fight for mm. both of them, I think. Well, Master Diz says Aljo said he wants an immediate rematch next year. <laughs> not a good way to ask for a rematch. Yeah. But that's kind of weird. I think because the year is about to end, we're already pretty much in the fall. So Well, no, O'Malley said he wanted to fight in time. December, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, true. The turnaround. He could turn around. Quicker than that. Oh well, yeah, that's not good. If you wanted a meet rematch, it would probably be best to be like any time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens with that, but either way, I think uh, this whole this whole thing came up because you were saying, you know, you think with the holes that he has. I I think that they're, I think that that kid is highly skilled, man, and I think the person to beat him is probably going to be some sort of grappler. But um, I thought it was going to be Aljo. Yeah. I thought so. I thought he was going to win. Yeah. I thought he was going to do just typical backpacking. I think, I think a lot of people thought that. Yeah. 
I had a feeling Sean was going to win. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you said it. I did. Really? Yeah, I just had a feeling he was going to win. All right. Um, let's get to these. Let's get to these matchups. Yes, sir. I mean, where do you want to start? Let's get to go up. Oh, Anj. Let's talk about Anjelusa versus Skeletor. Yes, Anjelusa versus Rice McKee in the welterweight division. Well, it's honestly good to see Rice McKee back in the UFC after taking that super super short notice fight against Hamzat Chimaev. Mm-hmm. Um, is he a natural welterweight though? This kid is a one forty fiver. So why? What's and going on again? I don't know why he keeps doing this. He took a fight against. Uh, Hamza at one seventy, like literally, I think it was like well, a week before. He was a he was a champion. He was a double champ, I believe in in some other organization, right? He was uh he won at one forty five, then he moved up to fifty five, won a belt there, took a short notice fight against Hamzat at one seventy in the UFC, got mauled, right? <laughs> Destroyed, yeah. I believe, and he just kept fighting there. I don't know if he went back down to fifty five, but for, didn't do well. They cut him, right? But then they brought him back. I know. think he was cut immediately after his loss to Hamzat. No. Really? He had a he had a he had a fight. He had like one or two fights, if I'm not mistaken. Check pull up his record. Say, but I, yeah. I believe I'm pretty sure he had more fights. And then now he's back fighting Angelusa at 170. Angelusa ain't nothing to play with. Angelusa is a big guy. It's a big boy, you know. Uh, good wrestling, good stand up. You know what I mean. Mostly a striker. I think. Um, um, yeah, I think he, he gets it he done against Alex this dude. Morono after yeah, Hamza right. and lost. And lost. Yeah. So another welterweight guy. Yeah. So, but he. He won on a three-fight win streak in Cage Warriors. TKO, KO, TKO. I don't know what... So he fought his way back. fought his way back. Um, let me see what weight class. Welterweight. So maybe he was fighting a welterweight. Yeah. Nice. Well, but maybe, you know, he's back. He's more comfortable at that weight class. He did the, did the things necessary for him to be optimal at that weight. Maybe. And we'll see what he does. He's a big... He's tall. Soy boy. 6'1". Six 6'2", six he says. Soy boy. Oh, damn. So he's pretty big, yeah. I guess Angelusa, though. Like Ange is like 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, but still, maybe. he's thick. But he's a tank. Yeah. Good striking. You know, he fought um in the contender series. He fought Jack Della in the contender right. series. Took him decision. Right. You know, it was back and forth. I don't know. I, th- I think um, Angelusa takes this one. If Ange, it's another going, short notice fight, I don't Ange, know. Angelusa. I don't know if it's a short notice fight for Reese McKee either. Wait, I'm sorry. Why is it telling me canceled on my end, this fight, oh. this bout? No way. You serious? Yeah. It's showing canceled. I don't see that. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. That. Oh. Speaking to your mic. They they put it on the September 9th card. It was canceled and put on the September 2nd card. That's what it was. Uh, so just a week pushed forward. Yeah, they pushed it forward a week. That's interesting. I wonder why they did that. But Angelusa, minus 180 to Reese McKee, plus 150. So... They have it as a close fight, but no clue. All right, next up. Do you want to hop to the main card? Let's talk about Volk. Volk on Uzdemir, number nine. What was Volk's nine. last fight? His last fight was... Oh, fuck, I had it before. Why did I exit out? It was... I'll tell you right now. His last fight was against Paul... Cre- oh, no, Nikita Krylov was his last fight. Cyborg uh, says you lost weight. By the way. Who, Volkan Uzdemir? You lost weight. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I feel like he hasn't been here in like a year, so <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, his last fight was against um, Nikita Krylov. Mm-hmm. He is one in three in his last four fights. So that's tough. Um, Who's his last win against? Paul Craig, unanimous decision win. 
That was that terrible fight, though, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It was where Paul Craig just kept falling, like, back on his, like, literally just on his back and laying there. And Volkan Uzdemir would just, like, be standing up, obviously not going to his guard. No. But uh, Volkan Uzdemir facing off against a guy making his debut, Bogdan Guskov. Bogdan Guskov, 14-2 and record from Uzbekistan. Mm. Coming off a four-fight win streak of TKO, TKO, KO, TKO. Uh, fighting in MMA series. So this is his debut. This is his debut. I guess the guys guy. he's fighting. Yeah, I was Let about me to see say. The last guy he fought. Let's pull up. I'm going to pull up this guy, Abdul Shawab Saeed. four and four, all lost. Oh, Azrili Vafaev, four and two. Carlos Eduardo, nineteen and eleven. Who's this man? Oh my God! Look at this guy's record. Five losses in a row. Yo, these dudes are notorious for that shit. <laughs> Four, 14 and 5 Bro, yeah. the Russians are fucking notorious for that shit bro. I'm gonna pull his last loss against Vasileska Vasilevsky This guy's record is 36 and 9 So that The was one legit last, he, guy he fought <laughs> the last, He's lost twice His last and his, his first loss was in 2016 Against Arkadine Listen 6, six and, and 3 When's the last time he fought? Uh, This guy fought last in 2018 Bro So Now the guy after that I mean, those are old fights, so like you know, the most do the most recent ones. His last loss was against Vlasilev Vlasilevsky. Last fought in February twenty twenty two. The crushing Russian. That's a great name. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, his most recent wins, his four past wins, TKO wins and KO wins. All like, guys with losing records against guys. Yeah, four and four, four and two, whatever. You know, terrible and experience. That's so, true. Maybe he's good. I mean, but why did? How do you find a guy like this? A guy uh, like Bogdan Guskov and put him up against a guy like Volkan Uzdemir, who's been in the UFC for a while, who's ranked number nine. Well, stylist, the matchmakers know what they're doing, right? So stylistically, they may say this guy, we're not, we haven't seen his skill set. We've just seen his record. So he may be exciting. He may have a, spe- a particular skill set that's like, you know, that matches up well with Volk. You know, you just never know. So he just throws down. Yeah. This guy kind of looked like the Chucky doll. Yeah, he does kind of look scary, actually. It's weird. No, also, no. Soy Boy said something funny. He said, Phil holding the pillow over his lap like he bricked up. <laughs> That's Thank you for noticing. Um, but, <laughs> but once again, like you said, these Russians, well, Uzbekistan, basically Russian people, they, these guys love to do the pad their records. And this guy was fighting people in, literally, in like Iran. And, and, um... Like random ass places, Belarus, four and three records. Like, yeah. How do you, like, do you remember the and guy? Those are all finishes, though. Those people at TKO, TKO, KO, TKO. Yeah. yeah those last four ones. Do you remember that guy? I don't know if he's still in the UFC, but they found out that his record was like fake. He came in with like a 23 and like four records. Every like that. day was like more losses. Yeah. Than and then uncovered. it came to like, apparently there was like an 18 and 12 record. And he had his first fight in the UFC, and he got destroyed. That was earlier this year, right? Or was it last year? I think it was last year. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that guy's still in the UFC, but... No. Yeah, right? They, that can't be. Yeah, they, they cut him. Oh, look. Master just said, yeah. As, remember Askar Mozarov? Motherfucker padded his record, got found out, then cut. So, yeah, exactly. Shit how like is that. it possible to do that, though? Like, You'd be surprised. Because they... Like, how would you go about doing that? I'll tell y'all a funny story, right? Mm-hmm. And so, when Marab came from... Uh, Georgia. From Georgia... He was supposed to fight a friend of mine, a teammate of mine, because uh, we're all local. We're all amateurs at the time, right? And he was supposed to fight uh, Ronnie, my friend, if y'all know Ronnie, Ronnie Blaze. 
Oh, really? He was yeah. supposed to fight him? Uh-huh. And oh, um, so they're preparing for the fight, right? We accepted the fight. At the time, Marab was, uh, at the time, Marab was probably, what, as an amateur, he must have been like, and, and I'm talking about amateur, amateur, shin guards uh, in the so fight, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe headgear, you know? <laughs> Marab was listed as what? Having four fights or something like that, four amateur bouts, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Ronnie, Ronnie had maybe had about six amateur bouts or something. He's, Ronnie was what? No, Ronnie was like four. Marab was listed as four and zero. Oh, Ronnie was listed at like, like four and two or something like that, right? <laughs> and, and and then we find out we accept the fight. We're preparing for the fight, so they're doing research on him, right? And they're looking doing the research. Marab had mad. Marab had like twenty something fights in fucking Georgia, bro. Oh, really? As an amateur, right? But their amateur bouts are different. It was all pro rule fights. Oh, but it was shit. listed as amateur fights still. But they're professional bouts. But they're amateurs. Technically, they are. You know, he. But the there, fights that he had here, those fights didn't count. So the fights that he had here were the only fights that were counted. So when you pull it up, Marab just got mad fights. Yeah. I remember, like, <laughs> coaches pulled him out of that fight so fast. Well, they, yeah, they yeah like, it was nah, like, nah. hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Ronnie was, was like a real amateur at the time, like a legit amateur. Marab was not an amateur. Clearly a <laughs> he pro. Not, he was an amateur on paper technically, but realistically he wasn't an amateur. He could have been fighting pro. Easily, because those are pro bouts. He became champ at uh, Ring Combat? Who? Marab, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was the champ there. That's hilarious. That's actually... I would have been scared shitless <laughs> going into that fight. Well, that's why you don't fight. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's actually hilarious. Ronnie was here last show we did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He, he was here. Ronnie was here for the last show. He hasn't fought since? Um, he's Didn't fought he after surgery that. or something? Yeah, he's fought after that. Then he had a couple surgeries, and now he's on the jiu-jitsu scene. He's a, a jiu-jitsu player. Mm, damn. Could you imagine, though? Yeah, that would have been wild. How, how did they find out his fights, though, in Georgia? Just extensive research. You're looking up. You're looking up the guy. It's just like, wait a minute. Four fights. This is more than four fights. Then you find another fight. And you're like, oh, he fought these rules. Oh, he don't have shin guards on. Oh, oh they're so kicking they, in yeah. the. They're kicking at the head, and it's just like, hold on. This ground and pound. Like the fight between Marab and, and and Ronnie was supposed to be no ground and pound to the head. Like it was an shin amateur pads, amateur yeah. bout. They had shin pads on. He, like he would have gotten worked. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I don't like know the soccer mom type. But beat. It, it, <laughs> yeah, Ronnie standing there like this. Yeah, before the that fight. That video is crazy. <laughs> no, but you know what? Yeah, he probably would have got cooked up. Yeah, he probably, I mean, but he has good jujitsu. So who who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? But it wouldn't have been. I don't think it would have been. A, it was a great matchup. It wasn't, I wasn't a fair fight. It. it wasn't a fair fight. That's hilarious. Damn, I I didn't know that. That video with the soccer mom standing across yeah. from that girl though in that fight is wild. That could. For those been, of you who haven't seen that video, that video was so crazy. I feel like that's a video, like an early MMA video, that got people intrigued and like put MMA on the map, sort of. <laughs> that and bully beatdown, honestly. She's just standing there like this, like they, they're not, the ref is like, "Are you ready?" She's announcing the other girl up there, over there beating her chest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, hands up, getting in the zone, like she's ready, like she's been in a fight before, like she's she's embracing the moment. And then the camera pans over to like this this like middle aged lady. Like soccer mom Literal lady, soccer she's a little mom, yeah. overweight. You know what I'm saying? Just like in the middle, and they're like, and he's like, "Are you ready?" They're announcing her. She's just like, <laughs> put her hands together, like I guess. With the John and Kate plus eight haircut. Yeah, Yo, exactly. Wow. And I love wild. how the, when the fight starts, she gets rocked once, and it's essentially like she got hit, and she was like, "This like, is no, real. you didn't." No, it's like, and then she goes forward like swinging, and then just gets knocked out. Oh man, terrible. Who let her in there though? You know, I feel like. 
I feel like like the commissions, some people in commissions could just be scumbags or they just want to like teach somebody a lesson. Be like, all right, let them pass. I mean, f- hearing stories of some of these people, like what's his name? Um, I forgot. Serb. Serb? Serb. What's that? Serb. You ever heard about Serb from no. Philly? What's that? Serb. Or who's that? Commission. Philly commission, trash. Oh, really? The worst commission. I'd go on record and say, fuck them. Why? Fuck Philly. I'd ne- I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck if I don't fight there a day in my life. <laughs> really? Like, Serb? Oh, that's there's a like guy a- there. There's a guy there, the head of that. Uh, he, he gets into it with everybody. He got into it with the UFC. At one point, the UFC was like, they weren't coming there unless they... Unless he wasn't there. And it was like this whole thing. Where they, and then the, the commission ended up t- taking him down. He was still working, but he was working like in the back area. Like he had this massive ego. Like some people just can't be in fight. Like they just can't be and in a fight. who was he to the Philly commission? He was just like the, he was the head. Like, like, so there's always a head of commission, right? That takes care of it. And there's a guy in Philly, you know, he's super nice. There's just like, there's not Philly. In Jersey, where I fought typically, he was really good. I forget his name. But... Every state has like the guy that's in charge, mm-hmm. and it, in Philly was Serb. I, my very first amateur fight. I know he feels like an idiot every time he sees me. He feels like a fucking retard. The Philly guy. Yeah, and he tries to be my friend sometimes. Like yeah, when I'm yeah. like, bro, get, get the fuck face. out my yeah. face. Like he's a loser. He's a terrible human being, and I know he's not gonna see this. But if you ever do, <laughs> fuck you. Horrible person, right? And I'll tell you a story, right? Everybody, everybody hates him. Not one fighter. Just met any fighter you can go to, they'll tell you. That this guy sucks if they ever had an experience with him. He's the worst egotistical maniac you'll ever see, right? And the guy, I'm an amateur. This is my very first fight. I fought in Philly, my very first amateur bout. And um, he's like, you know, you got, he's asking me questions. I'm sitting in front, you know, you're filling out paperwork and stuff. And he's asking me all these dumb little questions or whatever. And I'm answering them, you know. And I guess he, one, I don't remember exactly, but I know that one of the questions I answered, and I was trying to be, very specific and I'm I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm like I'm I'm new You're here, new, bro. Yeah. Right. And he's just like like I he said my my name wrong or something, like spelled my name wrong. And I was like, no, no, my name is like and he was like he was like, What's the difference, bro? That's what he said to me. He's like, What's the difference? He was like, You ain't nothing but another punk ass amateur. No way. Bro, what? the fact that he said that to me, I thought he was joking because so I laughed. Like I was like, oh no, nah, you can't he's joking with me. Like this is a joke, obviously, right? So I laughed, like, and my coach is sitting right there. We both like, ha ha ha, all right. And then, so I laugh, and I'm like, right, all right. I was like, all right, you, and I go, you'll see, man. I'm gonna be the champion, all right. And then he goes, he goes, yep, that's what they all say, bud, all right. <laughs> like the craziest, the, the craziest thing ever. And I'm like this skinny little kid. I'm like this skinny head kid, big ass head, no <laughs> muscle definition. I'm just like, yo. So so then he said, so I say something in a rebuttal, but it was like kind of like a joke. And he goes. He goes, because uh, he's, he's, he's really short. He has like that short man oh, complex. He's so tiny. Go. That's why. He's Napoleon su- complex. Super yeah. Napoleon complex. The dude is tiny. And he goes, um, he goes, he goes, he goes, you can look me up. S-I-R-B. My name's Serb, right? That's the first time <laughs> I ever heard. He's like, S-I-R-B. And then he stood up. But So I laughed, right? When he stood up, you know why we laughed? We both looked at each other and laughed when he stood up. Because when he stood up. He didn't he get much higher. He was the same height when he stood up. And he got so pissed off that we laughed, right? And then he just he just made everything so difficult. He would cancel fights. He would just he For would just, you? Anyone. He was just a super asshole, bro. What like the and hell? That, that doesn't even begin to to like explain my experiences with that dude. He was the fucking a walking piece of trash, that guy. Right? The Had, most negative person you ever meet. Like he was just a negative fuck. He's just a piece of shit, bro. Like, there's no way I can explain it. 
And you can ask any fighter that fights out of Philadelphia. Any one of them will like, tell you the exact same thing. There's no one that'll tell you like, yo, oh yeah, Serb's cool. Nobody. <laughs> this motherfucker is a dick. How do you right? even get in that? How does he even get in I don't know that? how he's in charge. The whole UFC staff complains about him. If you mention anyone that had to go to Philly and fight the, to the UFC the staff, they'll tell you, oh my God, we got to deal with this guy. Like, terrible. Terrible. That's insane. Imagine having that much of a bad reputation. And for some reason, they like he's still, I don't know how, he's still there, but then they try to put him to work in the... He like took him off of like I think they like demoted him um, and like but he's still I don't know how he's still there but the dude is the worst. Has he ever fought before? He didn't do shit. He wrestled a little bit. So like <laughs> when I started having success, I stopped fight. I didn't fight in Philly when I went pro. I just fought in Jersey. Uh-huh. And um, you know, obviously I had the success that I've had. I've gone on to the UFC, and so now every time every time I, he like he sees me, he's like, "Oh, how you doing, man? You know that." Ew. Ew. And I'm like. And I'm like, so I always just be be just make it make it sure because I did become champion in that organization, by the way, as an amateur, right? And then <laughs> yeah. I said, and I said, yeah, man. Every time I see him, literally, just a punk ass amateur trying to <laughs> trying to make his way through through uh through the fight game. You know what I mean? So I always just make sure to remind him about that. You know what and I mean? And what does like, he do? Yeah, and he he just laughs. He what probably doesn't even weirdo. remember. He, he just laughs. What a weirdo. He probably doesn't remember because he's a dick to everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yep, just another punk ass amateur. You know what I mean? That's what they all say. <laughs> like, I'll just like throw in like random shit. Like, yeah, that's what they all say, and I just keep it pushing. Like, that's I don't a fuck. good response. I don't fuck with him. Where do you see him though? Like, do you see him a lot? I didn't see him at events randomly. You'll see him at like fights, like in Philly, if like any one of those guys fight, uh, and I go and, to support like, or whatever. Yeah, he'll. You'll see him around. Like, you just see him around. Oh, Soy Boy gave us some information. Gregory Serb has served as executive director of the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission since 1990. So that's why he's been around for that long. Dude is a bitch. I'm, he's I'm, horrible. I'm he's horrible. Him. Oh, this is him. He's tiny. He's that's him? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's him. Look at this little fucker. <laughs> that's crazy. That's him right there. Yeah, he just looks like an asshole. Straight up dick, bro. Just looks like a politician, like a scummy yeah, politician, exactly. right? Trash. Yes, that's him, Mouty Mout. Thank you. Massive ego. That's him right there on that link. Not them finding his government. Yeah, yeah. find him. Yeah, Go right. write a review of some shit if you can. Doctor. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that's insane. That's a good response, though, to, to talk back to him. Yeah. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face, dude. Soy Boy said his facial features too close together for the size of his head. Yeah, true. And he, he's like this tall. He was like 5'5"? Five, five. Probably. That's insane. Maybe that's why he's so angry. He has, yeah. like I said, Napoleon complex. He's and I was like mad skinny and lanky. He's like, wasted height. I bet you yeah. I'll fucking take him. <laughs> I bet you I could take that dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's insane, though. Like you said, how is he still like in the commission? At, like, at some point, it's like if you got to get so many complaints. Mm. The UFC's against you. If the UFC's against you and they're like not willing to even go there to deal with this guy, it's like how but is this guy government. still? You, didn't, you know, athletics commission is government at True. that point. It's like... So he's in there for good. Yeah, what can you he's do? Got yeah, that whatever. site is yeah. literally the P D O S P A government. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's government. Go. It's the UFC can't do really shit. Even like for the guys who can't fight in New York and that kind of stuff. Like, you think the UFC can go in there and just be like, guys, come on. That's crazy. Let Ma- them fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Master this said, quote, wasted height. Short dudes always say that shit. Yeah, they do. Like, man. Like, if you're tall for no reason, you're, yeah, you're like, wasting man, If I was your height. Man, all the things I would have did. But you <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do shit. Shut up. You wouldn't. Imagine you're my height. Same genetics, everything. Like your same shit. Your same mindset. Your same feeble build. Like what? Like what? what now you, what? What are you possibly doing? What yeah. are you gonna do? <laughs> you're gonna do nothing but talk shit the same way. You know, like come on. That's funny. But anyway, what other fight you guys? Next fight. Oh, Rose. No. Doug Rose. Isn't there? Um. Oh yeah. Oh, real quick, Benoit Saint Denis versus mm. Thiago Moises. That's a really good lightweight uh, 
fight. Like you said before, both jujitsu guys. Um, Thiago Moises, when he first came to the UFC, because he's still fairly new, I feel like he was he was supposed to be an up and comer, and then he fought. Uh, didn't he fight Islam? Yes. And then he, he had a lot of tough fights. Yeah, he did have. He has had a lot of tough fights, but he was ranked at one point too, wasn't he? Yes, and he's still really good. So. But St. Denis had a great match, a great win in his last bout, and a guy that I don't think anyone expected him to beat. And um, he beat him very convincingly in an impressive fashion. So I think this is just that step up in, in competition. I think oh, it's yeah, going to be bon, a test for him. Bon Fim, yes, where he, he finished him. Yeah. Face crank. Jesus Christ. Yep. So this is going to be a test for him, and I think a win here for St. Denis puts him in a, in a really good position. But also I think it, it gets... Uh, it gets uh, Moises back on the right track as well. So Yeah, either way. I mean, matchmakers have it as a close fight at minus 155 for St. Denis and plus 130 for Thiago Moises. Yeah. Uh, up next, co-main event, number three, Manon Fiorat versus number two, Rose Namajunas. What? Why'd it go silent? <laughs> They know what we're going to say, bro. We can't even speak on this fight. It is what it is. Rose Namajunas. Doug, Doug Rose. Rose. There you go. That's Doug what you Rose. need to know. That's it. Did you see that she said um, she finally admitted that her fight against uh, Carlos Barza was boring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's nothing to admit. We all know that <laughs> shit. That shit was trash. Um, Whaley says Rose washed. No. Um, St. Denise has looked amazing since his horror debut. Oh, against yeah, against Dos Santos. Dude, that was class. scary. Yeah, that was, that was the first time and only time we might ever see that a, a MMA judge was f- fired mid-fight. Yeah. That was the craziest shit ever. No, referee. referee oh, what I, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, referee. Dude, he got kicked in the balls at Not one point. Got, he was just getting destroyed. Destroyed man. and ref never stopped it. Got kicked in the balls and the guy clearly in pain. He's like, all right, you ready? <laughs> like not even a minute into it, giving yeah. him his break. Like, Sometimes I, I wonder like... We really got to think, right? the things that we see in MMA, look at the guys that are in charge and look at the, that, again, going back to government, right, and the state that let it commission. Like, these people aren't competent, bro. Like Some of them, did, clearly They not. don't know the sport at all. Right. So, like, they put these people in charge and they hire these people. It's like, what credentials did that dude even have? Like, I've never even Probably seen him as a ref. I've, ever, yeah. He just popped up. It was in Abu Dhabi, too. So, <laughs> it's like, you know they just... They're like, oh, you can ref? You want to ref? It was probably some rich guy that paid his way to get up there, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's wild. Man. To ref? I thought you need to be like You need certified. to be certified. 100% you need to be certified. But that doesn't but, mean you need to fight. In Abu Dhabi, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what are the, you know, what's the procedure like, you know? Like I said, guy probably just paid to get in there. But um, <laughs> who think, knows? I don't honestly. think he paid to get in. <laughs> who knows? That's wild. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Abu Dhabi and uh, Saudi Arabia and Middle Eastern countries, you see that they just... Uh, bought PFL or they put uh, their money into PFL. Yeah, they bought in. I think they bought some of the shares. Yeah, that's pretty big. What does that mean though? What happens though? That they're. I think they're gonna do like a some mega event there in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. So that means nice. that they're. I don't know. I I, I truly don't know, but like, it seems the, like PFL is like. It's so different from the UFC. It's it is. It's strange. It's weird. It's obviously a real organization. Like they put on good fights, and they're how they approach the fights and like their uh, tournaments and stuff like that is cool. But it's still so strange, I feel like. I've been there to their events, and I'll tell you that it's very different from a UFC event. It's nothing like it. The lane, I would say they have their own specific lane. They open the front floors, right? And it's all influencers. 
Yeah, it's like social media. It li- stuff. All influencers walking up and down. They're all shooting content. It's the weirdest it's thing, It's so right? strange. And then the fights are good. When the fights are on, everyone's chilling. They'll have like Wiz Khalifa come put on a performance <laughs> behind the cage or he'll come in. It'll be a, he'll walk out. There'll be flames and shit. In between the fights, they'll have a, like an artist will have like a full-blown performance. But I'll tell you what, it's a nice little vibe. I it mean, really is. It's not like it's not a UFC event by by any means, but it's it's more catered it's to cool. like like you said the social media, the influencer sort of thing. Yeah. But do you think that's just because they're trying to get eyes on the? I think so. I like, think so. And there are rumors that uh, they bought Bellator. I mean, oh, I did. And then you notice that. all the fighters. A lot of the fighters are now the Bellator fighters popping up on the on the UFC roster. I did see that too, but yeah. still, that nothing has been announced with that either. Like no. MVP said, he's a free agent. Yeah, but he he's pro- he signed with the UFC. He's probably going to be with the UFC. I would imagine so. And he's he said that he recently said that he'd have to fight a top ten guy or five top five or something like that. Do you think he deserves that? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, I, I think mean, he smokes a couple dudes too. He's been around for a while yeah. and putting in work in Bellator and everything. So yeah, I guess you're right. But um, someone said, Mountie Mouth said, yeah, the same branch of the Saudi government that financed that golf tour to compete with the PGA tour. Nine-figure blood checks coming. Mm. So, oh, and, and Zhang, Zhang Weili fan said they're doing a version PFL contender series in Saudi Arabia. Nice. Damn. So, I Pretty guess they're, cool. I mean, they're putting in work. I like how, um, you know, the more progressive we become in, in society, fighting is always just, it's so prominent in society regardless and just human nature that we're using all this technology and stuff and, and, and finding different ways, whether it be social media or, or just like technology in general to be innovative in fighting. Like, Oh, sorry, that's my bad. Uh, so, so like if you look at, I went to meta the other day, right? Oh yeah. I saw that. And they were, we got to see like cool new technology that they're looking to come out with new virtual reality and different, uh, virtual realities that they're going to use to incorporate in real life. Mm. And I got to demo some stuff that they're going to show that the UFC is actually, because the UFC just signed a deal with them. With Meta. With Meta. And they're going to be able to, um, they can sell one seat to thousands and thousands of people. What? Right? Is this confidential? Or you through, talk about this? through VR? Through VR. But like, how do, what are you watching? Fights? Fights. In VR. In VR. But they showed it on, on Instagram too, if y'all didn't see are, it. Like, are, are the fighters so, fighting in so, VR? So check it out, right? No, the no, fighters are fighting. It's but a lot imagine, of fight. Imagine I'm in this. There's a seat. There'll be a seat at the fight. There'll be cameras. A 360 camera. A 360 camera in a seat. And there'll be a 360 camera like on the cage and around the cage, right? So And you have the option of in your VR goggles to walk over to be cage side, hanging over the cage like the camera person does. That's actually kind of cool. Or sitting in your seat. So if you look left, Right, not like where oh you'll be having an avatar. You know what I'm saying? You know when you have an avatar in the seat when they first came out with the Meta World shit. It's like I don't want to be a fucking avatar. Right. <laughs> and my friend is an avatar. Right. I want to be a person and look over and see the person sitting there. So you can sit where that seat is empty. That seat will be filled with cameras or 360 cameras and all that, right? Uh-huh. And high tech, whatever it is. And whoever's sitting next to it, like that seat, you paid for this seat. You and multiple people paid for that seat, right? If you look left with your virtual goggles. Guess who's sitting in that seat? Whoever the fuck is sitting in that seat in really? real life, right? Is gonna be in that seat. And the experience is like you'll be there as if you're Kate side. So that's actually pretty cool. And you're like immersed. It's 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 sick. It's fire. So maybe this is like the new way of watching sporting events live. Yeah. Like from imagine the comfort of your home. Yeah. That's actually really cool. But you're there. You but know exactly. What I'm that's but what I'm you saying. feel like you're there. 
Can you, like, obviously you're hearing, like, the crowd going crazy and shit? Everything. And... All of it. Damn, that's actually insane. Yeah, and it looks, it doesn't look like, like, there was a demo that they showed with the NBA and shit like that. That was, well, that was dope as hell like that. Um, they showed uh, the UFC, obviously. They showed, I watched one with the PFL. Or, no, not the PFL. It was, like, LFA or something. They demoed mm. it. And that's, that's, that's cool stuff that, that I'm looking forward to. That's something that I actually would be interested in. I mean, I've always wanted to get the VR headset because... I wanted to get it when they came out with Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. on the VR. But uh, something like that is actually really cool. Something I could see myself doing. I'd at least want to try it once. Yeah. Did they give you a free headset? They did. They did? Yeah. Dude, I didn't want to mention on. it. When you said you wanted one, so I just kept, I just kept quiet. Yo. Remember <laughs> I, that time? I'll give it to you. Really? That'd be sick. That would actually be so cool. But it's um, it's it's, it's just interesting, bro. And, it, and it, I think it's cool as hell because... If you look at like day to day, right? Uh-huh. When you think about that kind of stuff, imagine it's only on Gen, it's only on Gen three, right? Imagine when it's like Gen ten and they make it smaller, Shh, bro. And they can, and you could literally use that shit in day to day in real life, walking like around, technology. Yeah. Like you'll say, like you're outside, right? And you have, um, you have on your glasses, you have on your uh, virtual reality. Goggles. So you're not in. No, the goggles is weird. You're not outside walking around with the yeah, fucking goggles. Yeah, that shit's. Then you just look stupid. I'm talking about like in the future if they get to like to a point where it's it's so minimalistic that it's like it looks like just glasses like normal glasses right like yeah exactly and with all this lidar technology and stuff like that like if you take it off you're just walking it looks like outside but right. like imagine like stop signs and things are or you have more you you can actually inter interact with things if you have those glasses like like that just day to day like things that are maybe like you pull up at a crosswalk. Or something like that. And, mm. you know, everyone else has, like, the, if you don't have the goggles, you got to press the button. But if you do have, like, your <laughs> fucking virtual reality glasses or whatever it is, you can interact with things that are not really there. I don't know. That's wild. It's, this seems like it could get out of control fast. Why everybody says that? Like, that, I don't, <laughs> like I, what's I that movie? That's cool. That movie with the robot or, like, they're, like, um, it's from the 80s. I forgot what it's called. Where he- I, robot. No, I, <laughs> I robot Will Smith. Are you talking know. about Terminator? No, 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 no. Where the guy who like puts glasses on and he could see all the fake people, and like he kills all the robot people. And he's he his he has a line. He's like, "I'm here to do two things: chew bubble gum and kick ass." And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what that movie's called. Nah. But it's like that. That's what I think of when I hear that shit. I um, do not know that movie. So it says, Randy, does Meta have an interactive e-sex machine yet? <laughs> I don't know. Toad AM, my boy. What up? What up? What up? What up? Oh, no. there we go. They live. Thank you, Toad. Is that what you're talking about? I think that's oh, what I he's talking he about. he said they live. Uh, that's what I thought, too. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. No, be. maybe it is they live. Also, Zhang Weili said, imagine turning left in VR and seeing Phil down four beers next to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what would be happening. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Just staring into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the beers. That'd be funny. All right. What's next? What's next, y'all? All right. The main event, we have number number two, Cyril Gaon versus number seven, Sergei Spivak for the heavyweight bout. Uh, Cyril Gaon, of course, mm-hmm. uh, French. <laughs> I feel like any time that they have a event in France, he's going to be the main person, the main event. Um, How do you feel about the French? The way you said that French, of course. <laughs> that what, was, what was that? There's like nothing little, to it. Was a tint of animosity. What was that about? There's nothing to it, but the French are notoriously known to be, um, to give up easily, I guess you could say. To wave the white flag. Is that like a narrative? Or is that, if you I, mean, look I back, know it happened once, but it's like. If you look back to the wars, World War II, 
Who was the first ally to get taken over? France. Mm. Paris. They had Nazis walking around Paris. Eating Don't let croissants. Felix hear that. You know Felix is French? Oh, really? Yeah. Makes sense. Damn. Says <laughs> 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 makes sense. Yeah, Yo, I'm kidding. I'm Night kidding. Tech, what up? What up? But um, yeah, well, like we said, we spoke of this game before. You said, or this fight before. You said Saragon, you think, has the best striking. Possibly, do you think in the UFC or just in the heavyweight division? In the heavyweight division. So Sarah I think he's Gaunt, better than everyone. In the heavyweight division, he's the, he has the best ha- uh, best stand up wise. Stand up wise, he's the most complete. But I think he's the he's the I think he has better stand up than uh, Tom Aspinall, who is amazing by the way. Fast he's as hell, incredible. Yeah. Um, but limited to boxing, and then um, sp- what's the other guy's his name? Sergey Sergey uh, Pavlich. Pavlich. He's a motherfucker too, he, by the way. He's he's actually the uh, guy who's weighing he's the in. Backup. Yeah, he's the backup for this fight. I want to see. I'd rather see him versus uh, Cyril Aspinall because I don't think uh, John Jones is going to fight Aspinall. Well, John Jones has like come out and said both Aspinall and um, uh, Pavlich are guys that he's like, oh, they're super, super, super good. He's like, he doesn't want to fight them. He ba- he said basically it comes to a point where it's like about legacy and he doesn't want to tarnish his legacy by losing to these guys and it's like what what else do i have to prove i got nothing to prove right essentially he's earned that right i would i would agree he's been what the youngest champ ever and also still reigning fighting the ufc he he was ready for um ingano though yeah right yeah he he wanted that ingano smoke though i wonder (laughs) that means he saw something bro that means he saw something and he's like you know what i can do it and remember what he said he was like yo as long as I can come to terms, I come to terms with one thing. It's only two things that could happen. I go out there, I put on the performance of my life, I take him down, I maul him, and I win. The worst, the, the other worst case scenario, that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, he breaks a bone in my face, breaks a bone in my face, and TKOs knocks him. him out. Yeah, and he said that's literally the worst thing that can happen. So he said, you know what? I've come to terms with that. I'm ready. I'll train my best so that doesn't happen. I'm ready. Yeah, right. I don't know. Has John looked like? We don't know. That's the thing. But the thing about fighting is fighting is so interesting, right? Because the business of fighting, it doesn't matter. It's win or loss. Fighters are the only people on the planet that look at every other variable. You can win a fight, and a fighter will still look at you and be like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like John's I don't know. a little sus. I don't know, right? That, but, but like, in, in the fans are like, win, loss. Doesn't matter. Win, loss. Win, Oh, the win. Well, he didn't look great, but he won. And he still won, And yeah. then they forget. But a fighter will always look and say, because they're looking at your skill set. They're not looking at the result of the fight. They're looking at the effectiveness of your skill set. Mm. So they're like, hmm, what's happening there? What's that? What's that? There's, there's so many other variables that they're dissecting and just and scrutinizing. You know what I mean? So I, I can see why someone like, like another fighter will look at John Jones right now and be like, I don't think you're that same guy. I mean, I don't it, think you're that same guy. With that age alone, too. What do you think? You're Personally, a John fan. I'm a huge John Jones fan. Fight wise. Um, yeah. Skill wise. <laughs> yes, his skill set. And I couldn't tell. The last fight told me nothing. His first it was his, way too, yeah. Yeah, but everyone is like, John Jones, the heavyweight, is a monster. He's <laughs> the best. You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. As if I can't, I can't determine that. What yet. about? But I, I can't even say against his fight against Stipe because Stipe, if he does fight Stipe, Stipe is old too. But look at the matchup. Look at the targeting, right? But that's also because you know he's in the legacy and he knows who he knows. He sees Stipe and he knows Stipe is 
is also at the tail end and he's like, hmm, you. He's worse off than me. Yeah, he's like, you're worse off than me, exactly. But that's why he publicly say, he's earned the right, though, to publicly say, Aspinall, nah. Guys are not coming out publicly saying They're hungry, yeah. They're saying that behind the scenes. That's more like younger guys, like, uh, management are like, ah, no, let's avoid this. And, you know, chestnut checkers, that whole thing, right? But John Jones can't afford to come out and be like, no. Because he's earned that. But the fighters are looking at it. When fighters look at it, they just look at it from a very different lens, I think. Um, yes, I saw Maudie Mao uh, wrote a, a big thing, so I just want to, and he highlighted it. So he said, I know we're talking about Gon versus Spivak, but it just boggles my mind of Spivak's last loss in September 2021. Tom Aspinall, as he stepped up on short notice to replace Sergei Pavl- Pavlovich, who couldn't make it to Vegas due to v- visa issues. And in light of Pavlovich being named as the backup for the title fight in NYC, should anything unfortunate happen, it would make an a- it would be an absolute layup to make Pavlovich w- versus Tom Aspinall again for the same night at MSG. Pavlova- Pavlovich has an average fight time of two minutes and twenty three seconds. Mm. That's crazy. First of all, average yeah. fight time of two minutes twenty three seconds. But that would also be good. I would like that too. So wait, they fought before? They were supposed to. Pavlovich versus Tom Aspinall. But oh. Pavlovich pulled out because he had visa issues. Damn. The UFC, bro. Right? That's that's cold, the honestly. fucking UFC, bro. They give no shits. The best of the... That's one thing you got to give UFC credit for. What boxing does not do. Prospects will fight fucking prospects. Early. The best of the best. You will fight the best of the best. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. You come to the UFC, you're going to get fucking tested. Right. There's no... Easy path. Well, sometimes, huh. <laughs> but it's mo- regional level fighting. Most of the time, <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, there will always. It's gonna be a fucking hard path where you're really gonna face legit fighters, and if you don't, you get found out later on. Mm. Well, Mouty Mouch, his sentence got cut off. He finished with this. He said, "Pavlich has an average fight of two twenty three. Aspinall has two uh, an average fight of two nineteen. Something's got to give because Tom said he wouldn't oppose fighting on the same night." Damn, so they both have an average... Tom Aspinall has a lower average fighting time than Sergey Pavlich. Tom Aspinall has the more skilled, like, crisper guy, but I say well-rounded is a too. motherfucker with that power, bro. Yeah, dude, he puts people out yeah. easy. Damn. I don't know. That would be a sick fight, though. That really would be nice. Madrid says I mean, cough, cough. But then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be a, uh, a... That would have to be a title eliminator, though. It would have to be. Tom Aspinall versus point, Saga. Because Sergei of what Pavlich. they've done separately now. Right. They're both up there. But imagine going back. It's, it's crazy how the course of things could have changed, though. Imagine they fought each other. One of them had to have lost. Right, of course. So somebody would have lost, and one of these guys would not be the prospect that they, they are, are today. Yeah. All right? Damn. And that's just the fight game. is just a game of fucking inches. It's like the pathways are just intertwining and just fucking anything can happen. A guy right now that you look at, you don't think anything of, you're like, this guy... One one fight away. If he fought like that guy, or he did something else in that fight, he would have been, you know, gone. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That really is insane, honestly. But like I said, that's got to be a title eliminator. It, whoever the winner of Cyril Gone versus Sergey or uh, versus what's his name, fucking yeah, Sergey Spivak. I think Gone wins first of all. Yeah. But then, does that mean Cyril Gone fights for the title again? He's not if John Jones and and uh and uh fucking Stipe fight, mm-hmm. 
John, say John Jones wins. Does Cyril Gaon get to fight again for the title? Like, what happens there? Why not? He fights John Jones again. Why not? Or he waits and he has to fight. Um, he has to fight a contender like like Aspinall or Spivak. I still like that as a co- co- title contender fight. Yeah, nah, to the winner of that, maybe he fights the winner of that. Damn, bro. Maybe they make that fight right after and he fights the winner of that. Where's Tai Tuivasa in this? What is he ranked? He he got something he got to deal with. He got a motherfucker <laughs> he got to deal with at two ninety three. Um, Who's he fighting? He's fighting uh Sergey. No. Sorry, Volkan Volkan. Oh What's yeah, all these names, yeah, Volkanovsky or Vol- Vol- no uh, Volkan Olsen Volkan something Volkan something Alex Volkov Alex Volkov. <laughs> okay, there we go, Alex Volkov. Damn, the tall dude. Yeah, yeah super he's tall really guy. tall. Yeah, we've seen that fight before. We've seen that. We've seen that fight against um, Black Beast and him, Derek Lewis. Yeah, we knocked him out in the last second of the fight, literally. Yeah, in a fight that he was getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. I think we see it again, just like that. Tai Tuivasa knocks him out? No, except Tai Tuivasa takes the L. Oh. Mm. Damn, yeah, then once again, it's... I don't know. Tai Tuivasa beat Derek Lewis? Yeah, he knocked him out mm. with that elbow, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The heavyweight division. John Jones is just... Because I he doesn't fight for two more years. After the Stipe fight, I wouldn't be surprised if he retires. Somebody else said that. I Agrees. think uh, yeah. Master did say that. I was going to say, I, I would not be surprised if he retires, and that's it for him. Um, but after that, then that's the winner of... It's got to be Sirogan versus... Say, saying Sirogan gets through Sergei Pavlich, or fucking Spivak. Uh, it'll be Sirogan versus the winner of Tom Aspinall and... And uh, fucking, there's so many Russian people. <laughs> yeah, the, the name's confusing. I forgot the, his name already. What are we just talking about? God damn. We know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. We know what you're talking about. God damn. The, the fucking scary ass heavyweight. Yeah. With the Jesus giant shoulders. Christ. Um, bro. Either way, I think um, I think the heavyweight is probably the most exciting. The most exciting has been in a long time right now. Definitely. Wait, I feel like back in the day when you thought of heavyweight, you think of like Tim Sylvia, just like a fat guy. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. Isn't he, isn't he doing power slap or something now? Yeah. That's, oh, I didn't mean, he become he champ? Tried. He tried to be power slap or some shit. Didn't he become champ in a slap league or some shit? I have no idea. But I think that's he was scary. trying to sign up or some shit like that. But you hate to see that, man. I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, that's terrible. How about that? That is not good. What? Oh, let me get the odds. Cyril Gaon, minus 166 to plus 140 for Sergey Spivak. What makes a heavyweight good? Because it's such a game. With the heavyweights, it's like whoever hits who first. Right, Usually. just to get the power. It's whoever hits who clean first. But right? I feel like with these new heavyweights, it's about it's actually about athleticism. Like you look at Cyril Gaon. But not only that, like the skill set. Well, skill set, of course. Well-rounded. You look at Cyril Gaon. Even though his striking, he's that's obviously his main thing. Doesn't really have jujitsu or wrestling. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Tom Aspinall. That's like a well-rounded, very well-rounded fighter. Super fast. Yeah. Um, but again, Tom, with Tom Aspinall, incredible guy, incredible skill set, incredible athlete. But what have we seen? I mean, we've seen him do some jujitsu, right? Yeah, he got his last one was a submission. Wasn't yeah, it? I want to see him on his back though. Like I want to see someone take him down. You know what I mean? And like, pause, right? Relax. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Let's see. I want to see somebody like take him down. I want to see him in some grappling exchanges. I want to see like him and see how John Jones like shot a takedown on Cyril Gunn and was just yeah. like 
you know, immediately and transition to the back. I want to see like some grappling exchange. And I wonder if take Sirogan out of that situation and insert Tom Aspinall. Does John Jones get that rear naked choke? Does Don Jones get that submission? Does he, you know what I mean? Does he even get know. that takedown? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not as easily. I do think he would get the takedown. Because, well, actually, I don't know because we haven't seen him. Like you said, we haven't seen anyone try and wrestle him, try and wrestle Tom Espinal. But also, that goes with saying, as Mouty Mout just said before, average fight time for two minutes and 19 seconds for Tom Espinal. So mm. that's that alone yeah, shows. That's when you're it's heavyweight. That's when you're like uh, you're beating, you're above the average at, via athleticism and skill set. What happens when you meet a guy that equals your skill set and your athleticism? And you get some, you get some, some feedback. A lot of times, a lot of guys don't get any feedback. Most of the time, a lot of times, guys are not even used to seeing their own blood. They start seeing their own blood, and you make them bleed in the fight, and they go downhill. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see what happens when someone gives him some resistance. Both guys, I want to see that fight because I want to see what's going to happen. I'm curious to see who folds. Damn. Or who has the better chin? Because with (laughs) with heavyweights, it's just it's who. Yeah, like you said, whoever gets hit hit first sometimes. But both these dudes are fast starters, explosive, fast as hell. You're talking about John Jones and Aspinall. Aspinall and uh, Spivak. Sergey Pavlich. Pavlich, yeah. yeah. Jeez, All their names, I mixed them up. This is terrible. Uh, Madrid, big chin talk, of course. Yeah, yeah he's for so the heavyweights. You for hate sure. chin talk. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, but. With heavyweights, it's all Heavyweights right. is a different ballgame. It's valid with heavyweights. Nah. Do you see those. Uh, Contender Series fight last night? They're actually some good ones. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't see him? Talk to me, though. There were there was, uh, some good finishes. No. One of the fights was back and forth. I forgot what their names are, but one of them was back and forth. They both showed... You're speaking of chins, so that's why it made me think of it. Mm. Showing some real good chins. But um, Contender Series, always, always, always fun. I feel like those things, like, they fall off. After a while, what contender? It's like series? you need to be con- consistently innovative with contender series, which is anything in. Well, like, look at the Ultimate al- Fighter, yeah, Ultimate Fighter looking for a fight, which went quick. Yeah, right? I was just saying. Well, they came back. Yeah, they came back, but like now, um, contender series. I didn't watch it. Typically, I'm like, I'm like, oh, contender series, I'm on it. But for me, I was just not interested. Not time. interested in it. I mean, there were some good fights, honestly. Yeah. Is it just like me? Maybe it's just me. I, I think it might be just you. If, yeah, maybe it's just a, a lot me of thing. people, if a lot, if some of these guys who are like coming up and making their names known beforehand, at least a little bit. Yeah, they're on people's radars. They tune in to watch. Like I think that's the whole point of the contender right. series. To right. See yeah. To see, yeah, the up and comers. Yeah. I mean, look how many guys now that are champs. We have two contender series champ. True. Sean O'Malley and. Uh, Jamal Hill. And the la- you know what? You may be right. Maybe it is just me. The last couple of um contender series, I knew local guys that were on the show. So I'm like, oh, I'm tuned in. You know what right. Because I want to watch like. So you're just being guys. biased right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe I I have no skin in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just Excessive like, right. says I usually make a point to watch it. And yeah. so, uh, no. Soy yeah. Boy said he was streaming during contender series. You. Yesterday, uh, that's probably why. I didn't even think about it. No, and they were good, honestly. Zheng Lee fan said contender series is so good. Mm. All right, so maybe I'm tripping then. Uh, yeah. He said, Bonfim, Jelton from last season, Body Bags, Bo Nichols. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. These real. are all Big contender prospects. guys. Yeah. So. It's true. And Excessive said, Contender Series is way better than anything. Yeah, it's definitely it is. the best. Uh, um, Casa said, what do you think about how Ian Gary acted? I like that question. Yeah. So, 
Mm-hmm. I'll let you answer that. What do you think about how he acted? Me? Do you see how he? What happened after the fight? After the fight, no. Obviously, you know the lead up of the fight, the build yeah. up, and how he sold it and everything. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. How he Afterwards, he he um he gave uh, Jeff Neal a middle finger. Multiple. Not times. Jeff Neal. Um, Neil Magny. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Neal's on my mind. Huh. <laughs> I see that. Um, um, he gave Neil Magny. The he gave Neil finger. Magny middle finger. You know. And this kind of was just very uh like right after the fight? Yeah, unsportsmanlike. And and I had a big thing yesterday, literally, that we spoke about. For I mean, did they have actual beef or it seemed fabricated? That's the thing. He pushed had, it, yeah. Yesterday I had this whole thing about so I know chat's gonna be like, Oh, Randy being a hypocrite because yesterday I was like, I don't care about that. Can I finish? And now it? I'm gonna have a take on it. So go ahead. No, I just feel like if you have real beef, that's one thing. But if you were part of pushing this fake beef and then you continue to be an asshole after, that's kind of weird to me, mm-hmm. especially because you won. And then this man it wasn't came, fake to him, though. And, and OK, maybe it wasn't fake to him. But this man is coming in last minute to save your fight. Yeah, I feel like that that is a layer of like maybe be kind of appreciative. Yeah, and facts. also he saved you in the sense of Jeff Neal pro- could have probably put your lights out, possibly. I think Neil Magny was most likely an easier fight than Jeff Neal could have been, to be quite honest. So yeah. to be an Jeff asshole, yeah, to be an <laughs> asshole leading him. up to somebody who's who's putting money in your pocket when they're not being an asshole. There's no, there's no. I, I mean, to me, it didn't seem like the beef was founded on anything besides like him just trying to be sell a fight. Yeah. So to me, that's stupid. At that point, you just do the fucking hug it out. And you don't get no points for that because you chose like the you chose to beef with a dude that's like, and this is no knock on him like the the most nice guy ever. Right. No one beefs yeah. with him. The, who's beefing with Jeff Neal? With N- not Neil Jeff Magny. <laughs> who's beefing with, with Neil Magny? Who's beefing with Neil Magny? Who's I, like I being an asshole to Neil Magny? Neil Magny. Every he's time an OG. I've seen him, he's respectable. Like he's a, a humble, nice a dude, nice family guy. man. Like, come on, yeah. bro. You, you, you look business. stupid. Yeah. You're dragging it now. You look kind of stupid. I, that's just that's just how I feel about that. I saw a lot of people were shitting on him, saying like the most annoying UFC fighter. Now. Going into it, everything that he does, as far as what he needs to do to become, you know, that guy, amazing. The character, fine. He does a great job. That's he fine. promotes himself. Does, and I'm a fan of all that stuff. I think that you should do that. This is the next generation of fighter. You should. In order to be a successful fighter, you need to do that. Yes, you need to do those things, but maybe doesn't mean you like the way he's going about it, but you do appreciate that he's trying to sell. Yes, but the fact that he... The uh, Whaley fan says mental warfare. He did do mental warfare and got into his own head that he started believing the fucking shit he said. Yeah, that he beats his son and shit. He nowhere ever said he beats his son. When did he say? He never said that. Well, um, No, I'm saying Ian Gary thought that. Yeah, Ian Gary thought that, but... But Ian Gary Magny brought it up never and said that. It. He was like, "Did you guys not catch that? Did you guys not?" I was like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" He's an idiot. I don't like. I really don't like. I didn't him. like that. I didn't like that because shit like that is dangerous. It's dangerous. That's dangerous stuff. Especially you have a big platform. You're a popular guy now. You're that's dangerous for Magny. That's yeah, dangerous. That's don't dangerous. do that, bro. Those that, are tropes. That's, those are the, those are the yeah. things that people do in real life. Yeah. Let's get out of MMA for a second. Real people quick. tend to do things like that that cause people to lose their lives or thought, cause people to lose their, their, their livelihood. You know, mm-hmm. their children. Families, like, yeah. like, don't do that, bro. Don't create a fake narrative so that you can fucking try to. You know what I mean? And at the end of it, all right, you see all the backlash you're getting too. And he he he, he doubled stood down on. and he stood on that shit. 
He stood on that shit. Like, at the end of it, he still was beefing with Magni. He, you just beat him, and now you're giving him the middle finger? Come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's an idiot. But you look he, stupid. Was he giving him the middle finger as to be like, you child beater? Was that what, like... It's like, fuck you. I told you I'm going to beat your ass. It was more like, it okay. was out of that. I don't know. It's weird. He's a weirdo. Yeah, it's like weird. I said, he's trying way too hard at this point. Yeah, I don't and really appreciate many, that. Many, like I said, majority of people I think now are against him and are like, yeah, I don't really like him. He's annoying. What's his name? Junior Taffa, Justin Taffa's younger brother. Someone they like, you know how they ask questions like during the interviews, like yeah. funniest fighter, blah blah blah, most annoying fighter. He's like, oh, he's like, what's that cunt's name? Ian <laughs> Gary. He, he's like, he's fucking annoying. Like people, yeah. like fighters are straight up being like, yeah, this guy. Some fighters are haters though, right? Like, but on that, on that, that sense, but also he needed to elaborate because I guarantee you, it's not the reasons why he hate him a lot of times. So just to be play devil's advocate, right, and to be fair a little bit, some fighters sometimes. When it's out of their uh, their scope, because a lot of guys or out just, of their character. Yeah, guys are just like, oh man, you just you just you show up, you don't talk, you just you work hard, and then <laughs> you go home, you know. And it's like, and they hate anyone else that's anything but that. Right. They fucking hate that, and they hate people who, oh man, no, 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 they always got something to say about that. So I don't know if that's that, but just to be fair, that is a huge thing where people, oh, what this guy think he is? Why he's? I was like, bro, no. Evolve, motherfucker. Like, evolve. <laughs> you know? That's just... That's another thing that... Oh, uh, yeah. I think those are separate on. issues, though. So, just to be fair. But maybe... Maybe if he's he, calling him a cunt... Maybe he does... Then he maybe he does know the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. He does feel yeah. like, yo, what the Because I feel like a, a humble... <laughs> a, a guy who's more humble wouldn't be, like, oh, that cunt. Like, yeah. they'd just be like, you know, I'm not really a fan of such and such or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't true. really like the way he goes about things or... It's kind of arrogant, like after, say that type of stuff. After this whole shenanigans, though, I think he lost more lost fans than gained. I, that's the so. risk. I don't think so. I think he did. I think I think especially in MMA, it's so uh, like what have you done for me lately? It's so like uh, wishy washy. I think that all he needs to do the next fight win, get a win, people forget about it. Get a spectacular win, people forget about it. Mm. You know, and I think I think he he's marketable and he's doing a good job marketing himself. And I think no press is bad press in MMA, especially in MMA. I mean, I guess it depends. I feel Unless like you're John well, Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll say we can only wait and see until his next fight. If people start booing him at the press conference and shit, then you know. 2K said, I pray to God he gets a main event versus Jeff Neal. Hmm. That'd be great. And Excessive said it makes sense in one regard because everyone wants to see him get knocked out now. Yeah, like I said, I think a lot of people are like, screw this guy, honestly. I mean, that's what it seemed like because he is kind of... He's annoying. (laughs) All right, so that's it for this weekend's fights. Anything else to get into? Mm, I don't know. I I didn't bring any news. That's that. Yeah. That's that. The setup is fire, though. Yeah, the setup is good. Do we need something here? Should we hang our gloves here? Oh, we need a oh, yeah, tree. Yeah, that, was, that would be perfect, actually. Or should we put a shelf here and put a flower here or something, like a, a oh, plant? that would be nice, too, though. You could put mug. both in the Wadi mug. Where yeah. is the Wadi mug? Where is Wadi? It, it broke during, I think it broke during uh, the movement. movement. No way. No. R.I.P. Wadi mug, y'all. No way. Are you serious? Yeah. You probably chucked that shit out immediately. I didn't see it. It had the most we minuscule crack. And you threw it out. Oh, did it have a crack? No, I'm saying that's what happened to you. You saw it had oh. the most minuscule chip in it. Are you sure? I feel like... Excessive <laughs> says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. 
Yo, facility, what up, what up, what, what up, up big bro? black belt in the I'm chat. I'm gonna look for the Wadi mug. There's yeah, no way. His spec, his spec, his it's spec. Be Shout out facility, y'all. I don't remember it breaking. No, I didn't break. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, I know where it's at. Oh, okay, you know where it is? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab it later, then. It's just not on display right now. Okay. Yo, facility, you play, You want to you wanna game later, bro? We're playing some... Um, I'm going to stream. I'm going to see if I can get Jens, Excessive, a few other people. We're going to play some uh, Veiled Experts. Check out Veiled Experts. Fun oh, game. Look at that. That's all we got, right? That's that. I got to eat dinner and go to work. Now I'm not happy. Tonight? No, tomorrow. No, tomorrow morning, but still. All right, then. All right, GG's, y'all. Much love. Thank y'all for tuning in. Let us know about the setup. I actually really like this. I yes. feel like it's... We got some tweaking yeah, to do, bigger. for sure. You you, no, it's definitely more... You got more space now, but we have some tweaking to do. I have some ideas. Yeah. We're going to add, like, little... And things. also, the a little bit of lighting needs to tweak. It's not horrible, but it could be definitely no, be better. Bad at all. Well, it's a little no, barren in the middle, though, so once you well, guys add... those lights? Those are the uh, room lights. Those are the room lights, bro. You can't turn those on? You yeah. can, but, like, for what? We have all these the soft color. box uh, lighting. But yeah, that's it, y'all. I'll be back on probably within the next 30 to an hour. I'm going to eat some food. And then we back live. All right. For some Same. game hours, you know? There you cool. go. I'm so jealous. I'm catch y'all on the flip then. Maybe I'll join. Yes, nice. you'll join. Mm, we'll see. All right, people. <laughs> Costa, lion. <laughs> That's it. All right. Have later, a guys. good night. Bye. Adios. Bye. fun.